0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports podcast. And today it's been a while, but we are back with our college basketball podcast. And Andrew, our first topic today is the two best teams in America, and it's probably not close. If March Madness started today, would you take those two against the field?
1: Yeah, and of course, the teams you are talking about is Baylor and Gonzaga and by far, those two teams are above the rest of the competition in the country. Nobody else comes close to them. I, I would say I would take them against the field because, as of right now, nobody's even coming close to beating them. And uh, Baylor played against Kansas, who was a very good basketball team, the other week, and they beat them by, like, 10, and it was a very convincing win. And I, I am just – kind of starstruck by how good these two teams are like I would not think that two teams would just run college basketball but that's what we're seeing with Gonzaga and Baylor they just run college basketball And in order for anyone to win this national championship you have to run through them and I'm telling you right now that's going to be a very hard thing to do and I don't know if anyone can do it as of right now so that's why I would say as of right now I would take Baylor and Gonzaga against the field if March is started right now
0: yeah I probably would too if I'm being completely honest but if I'm picking a team I, I may not pick them just because it's like it seems to never go in a team's favor when they're playing undefeated basketball going into March they seem to always slip up somehow so if I'm making a pick I probably wouldn't pick them but I probably bet on taking them against the field because there's a better chance that one of those two run the table than neither of them do. But Andrew, let's move on now to our second topic. And this is obviously the best conference in college basketball, the big 10, but the one out, the one outlier here is who is the best team in the big 10? Cause we know that there's a lot of good teams, but who is the best team in the big 10?
1: At this point, Henry, honestly, anybody could be the best team in the Big Ten at this point because anybody can win any given night, and we've been seeing that. And uh, last night, just last night, we saw Indiana take down uh, the top uh, ranked in the Big Ten, uh, Iowa, and no one was expecting that going into it, but just the Big Ten, anybody can go down on any given night. and We saw it last night with Indiana and Iowa. And we're going to be seeing it a lot more. I know we have been seeing it in the past. But who's the best team in the Big Ten at this point? It's definitely between Iowa and Michigan. But I, I have to give it to Iowa, I think. Because I, I just haven't seen enough from Michigan yet. And Michigan hasn't played the competition that they need to. And that's that's all. I mean, I really think Michigan could be the best team in the Big Ten but I just haven't seen enough of them yet. They haven't played that top competition in the conference yet. Iowa has been basically running through the big 10 aside from, of course the Indiana game last night, but that was just an off game. And they still kept it within, I think the final score, they lost by 12 points or something like that. I mean, it wasn't like a blowout by any means. So, but they didn't play great last night. I have to admit that, but I truly think they're just the better team because I, I, we've seen them against good competition this year, and they've done very well. So like I said, I think Iowa is the best team in the Big Ten as of right now. But once we start seeing Michigan play those better teams in the Big Ten, and if they can start winning more games and just keep winning like they have been as of recently, I can see saying it maybe in a couple weeks that Michigan is the new best team in the Big Ten.
0: I mean, Andrew, I don't know who else you you want them to play. I mean, they beat Wisconsin last week by by 30, and they've also beaten Minnesota. They beat Northwestern when they were a one-loss team, and they were ranked at that point. And I I think Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten. They're the only team that is able to play both sides of the ball very well. Iowa still can't defend, and if you stop them from scoring, obviously they're not going to keep themselves in games, and that's what happened last night. Michigan can keep themselves in the game with their defense, and they also are, have the ability to score at a very high level. I, I think that there's
1: really no debate that they're the best team in the Big Ten. Henry, that Wisconsin win is like the only win I can consider like a good win for this Michigan team in Big Ten play, and I'll tell you why. You mentioned that Northwestern win. I really think Northwestern was really overhyped at the time. I think they just had like two great wins in a row, but I I don't think those two wins was is is how good this Northwestern team is. I really think they were just on a hot streak. And Michigan kind of humbled them, basically, when they played. And then you mentioned Michigan played. Minnesota took care of business. Solid win, right? But it was at home. It was at home. And then Wisconsin, that was a great win. See, that's that's where I give them their credit. That was a great win against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a very good defensive team. And they absolutely just lit them up. And then they got blown out by a Minnesota team that they beat previously. So I feel like that kind of cancels itself out because as soon as they went on the road in the barn and I know the barn is probably the hardest place to play in the big 10, but they, they lost they, and they got blown out by Minnesota. So I feel like those two games kind of cancel each other out. Minnesota basically got blown out by Michigan and then Michigan got blown out by Minnesota. Cancel those out. So Wisconsin basically was the only great win or good win I I've seen Michigan get so far in this Big Ten play. Everybody else has been just a non-factor team. I really think Northwestern was overhyped and overrated at the time, so I don't see that as a great win. And like I said, they got they blow they blew out Minnesota and then they got blown out by Minnesota. Cancel each other out. And then that Wisconsin win's great. So I just want to see them start playing iowa illinois and then when this michigan state game and i know michigan state hasn't been on a roll as of recently but they're a very solid defensive team and i want to see if michigan can stay in the game with their defense as well and i know their defense has been pretty good as of recently but i want to see how it is against this michigan state team who who also is a very good defensive team as of right now and they're playing very great in the defensive side of the ball and if they can play and match their that defensive presence in michigan state and like i said Illinois, Iowa, Ohio State. I really want to see how Michigan matches up against those teams because as of right now, the only great win as of right now was Wisconsin. Iowa's been playing very great all season. That's why I have to put them up there as the top team in the Big Ten as of right now. But like I said, I can easily see Michigan take over that top spot once I see them, if they play well against Michigan State, Illinois, Iowa, Ohio State, that's, that's all I have to say. To be the top dog, you have to beat the top dog. And as of right now, I think Iowa is there. So I, but, but if Iowa starts struggling easily, Michigan's runner-up right there. I mean, they go hand-in-hand. Hand. But I've seen more of Iowa so far, and I have like what I've seen from them. Very hot offensive team. Probably one of the best offensive teams in the country.
0: I mean, Andrew, you're, you're, your reasoning is kind of, I could say the same thing. For Iowa, They played Minnesota, beat them once, lost to them once. So apparently those cancel out. So in that case, their best two wins are a two-point win on the road against Rutgers, who hasn't won a game since that game. And then a 13-point win against North Carolina, who we obviously know at that point wasn't that good. So I I would say that Michigan probably overall has a better resume at this point. They have less losses in the conference and just less losses overall. They play both sides of the ball. I really don't know what else I can say to justify that Michigan's the better team.
1: Henry, you can't just look at conference play though, when you're talking about who's the better team, because Iowa had played a much tougher non-conference schedule. They played North Carolina, who is a pretty good team, especially on the, on the defensive side of the ball. And they won convincingly against them. And then they played Gonzaga, who we said was, clearly the top team in the country with Baylor. And if you were to beat, or if you were to beat anyone, the toughest team to beat would probably be Gonzaga. And they kept the game within 11 points by the end of the game. They played very well. That game, was, well against that game was not
0: close. That game was not close. That was a 20 point game for the entire second half.
1: They, and and you would tell me Michigan would match up way better against Gonzaga. Yes, right
0: now. Played, I, I would tell you that hundred percent. Cause they played both sides of the ball. I mean, Iowa allowed 99 points against Gonzaga. They basically let up hundred Michigan would defend them and keep that game significantly closer. I guarantee you that that would not be a 20 point game for the entire
1: second half. So how many points would you say uh, Michigan would let up against Gonzaga because Gonzaga probably is the best offense right now in college basketball.
0: I mean, God, you're not going to allow less than 85 to Gonzaga. I mean, what's their lowest, their lowest scoring game is 80, 85 against San Francisco 73. They did that last week against St. Mary's because they, didn't score the entire first half. I would say Michigan lets up somewhere around 80. They still lose that game, no doubt in my mind. I'd say the score is probably 80 to 73, but that's because Michigan makes a run at the end to make it. I think think it's probably a 10-point game for the entire second half. I think Gonzaga's clearly the better team. I just think Michigan is clearly the better team compared to Iowa.
1: But – so you say they give up around 80 points, but how many do you think Michigan realistically scores? I mean, they're not like an insane offensive team like Iowa. Iowa put up 88. There's no way Michigan puts up more than 70 points, I think, against Gonzaga and gives up less than 80 points, right? I mean, Michigan is not like this insane offensive team and their defense isn't. I mean, I mean, they're special. Scoring I mean it's game, good, but it's game. not special.
0: They're scoring 80 a game. Michigan scoring eighty a game, and I mean, yeah,
1: but where's where's the competition? They're the the good team that they play. I, I told you this.
0: The, they've scored eight, every they've conference game Wisconsin. except two. They scored eighty every conference game except two, three.
1: Henry, Henry, they haven't played any good defensive teams in this conference. Wisconsin, aside Wisconsin, from Wisconsin, you didn't let me. They beat finish, by thirty. Wisconsin, that's
0: ten times better than any win that Iowa has.
1: That's just not true.
0: That is. Iowa's best win is Rutgers, who's 7-6 and six at this point because they haven't Are, are we two.
1: talking about in the conference or in total this season?
0: It, it's the same. Th- it doesn't matter. North Carolina isn't anything special at this point.
1: I mean, that was a solid win. They won that convincingly. And I, I have to say Michigan does have the, be- the better win out of these uh, two teams, and that's that Wisconsin game because they just – absolutely blew them out but I don't know if I would say 10 times better but sure that that was the better win I I just haven't seen enough from Michigan right now just because they I there's no competition aside from Wisconsin I already went over this but what if I if I see them play Illinois and they win by 15 then then I'm willing to say that Michigan is the best team in this conference but until I see them blow out or win convincingly against Illinois, Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan State. I am not ready to say that they're better than Iowa.
0: Yeah, Andrew, but let's move on now to our third topic, which is Alabama basketball, and apparently they've become Alabama football. So we obviously probably can determine that they're the best team in the SEC right now. They're the hottest team in the SEC by far right now because the quote-unquote best team just lost to Florida on the road without two of their best players by 20. So I would say that's probably this conversation about Alabama being the best team in the sec is not really debatable, but Andrew's Alabama basketball becoming Alabama football.
1: Henry, I am not, I'm not quite ready to say that, but what I do have to say is Alabama basketball is playing very well right now. And the thing is they're a very complete team and they have power firepower at the guard position with Javon Quinterly and uh, John Petty. And then they're just a very deep team too. I mean, that duo of Javon Quinterly and John Petty, I mean, they just light up the scoreboard. I mean, it's crazy. And they didn't have Quinterly last year due to transfer, uh, due to the transfer rule where you had to sit out because he was ineligible. But I, I mean, he was a former five-star, Javon Quinterly I'm talking about, former five-star went to Villanova, just was not getting any playing time at Villanova, which I thought was a crime by Jay Wright. I mean, this guy is so explosive and can light up the scoreboard. Jay Wright was just not giving him any playing time. Transfers out, goes to Alabama, of course, wasn't eligible last year, like I said. Starts playing this year, and he is just playing so well alongside John Petty. And this Alabama team is just a team that could light up the scoreboard, like I said, and You have to play good defense if you're going to try to beat this team. And right now, the SEC is just not playing good defense against them, and they're just running through the SEC right now. And I can realistically say, as of right now, I see Alabama winning the SEC, not only in football, which we saw them do, but in basketball too.
0: Yeah, Andrew, and they have a two-game lead in the SEC, and they only play one ranked team the rest of the way in the SEC. And that's a game at Missouri. Other than that, every game, I mean, they should win every single game. They play the rest of the way. Will they win every single game? Absolutely not. I mean, I can't say that because they're starting to become Alabama football. So maybe they'll win every game, but the only, I mean, their hardest game to be honest with you is probably at Oklahoma. And that's not even a conference game. So if they lose that game, it doesn't affect anything most likely other than their seed line or, the way the committee perceives them, but this is, this is definitely a top three seed in the NCAA tournament. And right now I could justify them being a top two seed just based on how they're playing. I mean, no, one's even coming close to them. I mean, they, they've won every game by 10 plus points, except at Auburn, and that's a rivalry game. So that's always going to be close, but Andrew, let's move on now to our final topic, which is big games coming up over the next week. And, we start off with Yukon and Creighton in Ohio state Ohio State, Wisconsin and Missouri, Tennessee on Saturday and then on Monday we have Texas Tech West Virginia. We have Villanova versus Yukon on Tuesday or Wednesday, I believe, Oregon versus UCLA on Thursday. and then we have Iowa versus Illinois on Friday. So Andrew, what game are you looking most forward to over this upcoming week?
1: Well, the game I'm looking most forward to is that Iowa versus Illinois. And I know we talked about it, Iowa, a lot in the uh, previous segment. Not not the Alabama one, but the one before, right? And what I have to say is, if Iowa can't get it done against Illinois, I am ready to say Michigan is the best team in the Big Ten. But if Iowa wins against Illinois, I, I still can't put Michigan above Iowa so I'm, I'm really looking forward to see if Iowa can bounce back and take care of business against a really good and deep Illinois team. So that, that's definitely the game I'm look, most looking forward to. And also another game I want to watch out for is UConn versus Creighton and UConn versus Villanova. I really just want to see UConn because I believe they're probably the most underrated team in college basketball as of right now. And they're playing very well and not getting enough recognition, I think. So I want to see how they play against top competition in the Big East. And that top competition is Creighton and Villanova. So if they can take care of business, I, they ha, people start need to start putting UConn in the back of their heads and start thinking of them as a really good basketball team because UConn is looking good. And this is probably the best team they've had since Shabazz Napier was there.
0: Yeah, Andrew, the problem with UConn is their best player is going to be out for another three to five weeks in James Book night. And they lost on Monday to St. John's, so it's not the best thing. But obviously, without your best player, that's going to play a huge factor. So when he comes back, they're definitely a top three team in the Big East. But right now, I don't think there's any way that they're going to be either of those two teams.
1: Well, Henry, I'm, I'm talking about a fully healthy UConn team, and I'm saying like when this team is fully healthy, when this UConn team is the true UConn team, I mean, this team is a pretty good team and they haven't been getting enough recognition throughout the entire season because they've been playing very well. And I understand that they best players out and they probably won't win, but I'm saying if they do win. I mean, people have to start considering this UConn team as a really good basketball team because they were playing like it before James Knight got injured. And now if they take care of business against Creighton or Villanova without him, I mean, that, that says a lot. And this team could possibly put themselves as a top four seed, I think, in the NCAA tournament, if they can take care of business against one or two in, in, one, in one or two of these games. So look out for UConn, because I truly think they're one of the more underrated teams, especially if they are fully healthy. So yeah, look out for UConn, look out for that game, and also the Iowa versus Illinois game.
0: Yeah, and there's one other game that I want to mention, and that's Ohio State-Wisconsin. Ohio State is on an absolute tear right now, except the fact that they lost to Purdue on Tuesday. But they've been playing very good basketball. They're probably one of the hotter teams right now in the Big Ten outside of Purdue, who's probably the hottest team in the country right now. I mean, they've won like four straight and they've beaten like three ranked teams. So this game is going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to that very much because every game that's played in the Big Ten is obviously very intriguing to watch. And Ohio State hasn't necessarily played some of the best teams in the Big Ten, Obviously, they beat Illinois last week, but I really want to see them play Wisconsin, play a good defensive team with a lot of good bigs. But with that, Andrew, I think this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, you want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you did enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.